0: You cannot turn a Walmart shopper into a Nordstrom shopper or a Nordstrom shopper into a Walmart shopper. Can a Walmart shopper occasionally go into Nordstrom or vice versa? Absolutely. But the behavior, consistency, the psychology of how they buy is different. And that's really key for you to understand. Welcome to the Elizabeth Yang Show, where we explore the benefits of diverse leaders expanding your brand authority online to create massive impact and happy sales. Now, let's dive in because your legendary life is waiting. In this episode, let's talk about how to become first choice for high value clients, clients that are eager to pull out their credit card to work with you. Oftentimes, I hear from clients about how do I attract clients who can afford me? How do I stop attracting bargain shoppers and promoting discounts and only attracting discount seekers? In this episode, I want us to have a conversation about this. This is so key because not only is it unprofitable to continue to grow your business, You know, unless you're like the big retailers like Walmart or or Target, where you have thousands and thousands of consumers, it's just not profitable, right? Like in order for you to stay competitive and stay in business, you've got to be profitable. And a big part of that is positioning yourself to attract high value clients who are ready and eager to pull out their credit card to work with you. One of the biggest things that I think a lot of people face when you first start out, you think discounting or bargaining or pricing yourself at a lower price point is the key to go, that over time, you're hoping that you're going to be able to attract clients. But what happens is that when you launch and start your business that way, what you end up doing is you end up creating a brand. I call it the Walmart strategy where you are a low cost provider. And then over time, what happens is, as people begin to grow their business, they want to start raising their prices. They all of a sudden wake up one day and they're like, "Hmm, I would like to be a high end, luxurious brand like Nordstrom or fifth Saks Avenue. And they just switch their brand. And then when people don't buy, they're like, oh my gosh. Nobody, nobody wants to buy this. Oh, everyone is just cheap. But the reality is, is that you attracted Walmart shoppers and then now you're hoping they're all gonna become Nordstrip shoppers. It doesn't work like that. That's why becoming first choice for high value clients is all about your premium brand and positioning. Over time, if you continue to position yourself this way, you start to lose confidence self-doubt starts to creep in and you really wonder if you're the right choice or if you're in the right industry or the right niche or the right service, right? And you become so accustomed over time that your business actually becomes a transaction where you treat it like a job. You clock in, you clock out, and this is not where you want to be. And so I'm talking to you if you are first starting out and you're like, oh, I should Discount my prices or start lower versus maybe you're in growth mode and you are looking to raise your prices or you've already raised your prices, but you're noticing that your audience isn't buying, they're complaining. Well, let's just first start with what the psychology and what I want you to really know about high value. Buyers first, whether you're in startup or you're in growth in your business, clients that are ready and eager to pull out their credit cards to work with you. Now, before I give you the how to start doing that, we have to talk about the psychology of buyers because we want to reverse engineer the strategy from this. Once you can understand the psychology and mindset of buyers, then what I'm going to share with you with this one approach to do differently is going to make a lot more sense to you, and I want this to stick for you, okay? So many of us have heard of transactional buyers or value buyers. If you haven't, briefly, transactional buyers are the bargain shoppers and the discount seekers. This is why, for example, when I'm coaching clients, especially my beauty queens, and they're just first starting out, and they're like, oh, I'm going to put a deal on doing lashes on Groupon or they're doing nails or massages and they want to start putting, you know, their services and packages on Groupon, right? The mistake with that is that they're hoping that a customer is going to come in with that promotional coupon and they're going to have a great experience and then they're going to be a repeat customer, right? Most of the time what ends up happening is you start attracting Promotional discount seekers, and those are the ones that are transactional buyers. They are solely buying based on price points when you're in startup mode and you want to take the Groupon approach, that's great to build an experience and building out the rest of your fulfillment from how do I generate leads, close a track book, deliver on the services and then follow up. It's not just about sales. It's that whole supply chain, right? That you're looking to build out. That's okay. But just know that when you take this type of approach over time, If you are not strategically shifting your brand and being intentional about this, you will create a transactional business where you are going into your business like a job and you're clocking in and out because you've been attracting transactional buyers, the ones that are competing only on price. There is no loyalty. There is only who can provide these services for the cheapest. Value buyers are those that will buy on value. They're less price sensitive. They are more focused on the value or quality of the products and services they're buying. Most people are familiar with these two type of buyers. And many of us, including myself, we are a combination of these buyers, There are going to be certain products and services that I'm going to be a transactional buyer on, and there are going to be other products and services that I'm going to be a value buyer on. So for example, I'm not a fisherman. So if you're going to have me go out there and buy a fishing rod, I'm going to look at probably a transactional product, buy whatever's cheapest. It's not a hobby. I don't know the difference between, you know, buying an expensive rod or an inexpensive rod. So I'm just going to go out there and buy whatever is probably the cheapest, whatever looks most reasonable. Right. But other aspects of my life, like, for example, skincare, I'm going to be a value buyer on. I am going to spend a lot more for skincare because that's something that I value. Men are the same way. Right, A man might not be a value buyer when it comes to shoes, but he will be a value buyer when it comes to hunting or fishing or buying that brand new car, whereas you and I might not be. So in all of our lives, you and I, we are a combination of all of these. But when it comes to your business and it comes to becoming first choice to attract those high value clients, there is actually third type of buyer. These are relationship buyers. What do I mean by that? These high-end, high-value relationship buyers are different in that they buy your products and services based on the brand relationship with you. They perceive you to not only be higher value and higher quality But they are buying you based on a certain lifestyle, certain values that you are bringing to the table with your brand. For example, Harley-Davidson is a great brand that often attracts loyal buyers that are based on relationships. It's something about that brand. It's not just another motorcycle. It's a way of being and living and doing, and they have bought into that. Relationship buyers is ultimately where I think you should be because when you have this type of brand and relationship with your audience, this means that they have bought into your values, the quality of your products and services, and that whole entire experience. The other thing that's really unique about relationship buyers is that they have a certain lifestyle that they want to maintain, right? They have a certain standard of living and being just like Harley Davidson that they want to maintain. And so when they're attracted to someone like you, your business, your brand, your service, the question is, ooh, how can Elizabeth? fit into the lifestyle that I have and I aspire to have, right? So high value buyers are relationship buyers. And they're not only buying the experience in terms of a great customer service experience, but they are buying into a lifestyle that they want to maintain or aspire to have. This is really key. This is why you'll hear a lot of marketers talk about how Buying is an emotional-based decision and not a logical-based decision. This is super critical for you to understand this because what this really means for you and your brand is that you have to tap into this. You have to tap into relationship buyers and really their mindset and psychology around what they're trying to maintain or what they're trying to aspire to have. So I'm going to give you an example here. For example, a car mechanic, right? They fix cars, any car. But if you are a luxury car mechanic, there's something different about what you do. Can you probably rotate tires across any car? Maybe. But the clients that you attract as a luxurious car mechanic... Is going to be a high value client that has the means to buy what? High value cars, Lamborghinis, right? Corvettes, Ferraris, whatever that is for you. And they expect not only a certain experience at the higher end, but they expect a much deeper vertical expertise, okay? They expect that if you are a luxurious car mechanic that there's this level of experience that you provide them and there's this level of depth and experience that you bring to that and that's why they will buy from you. So now that you understand the psychology of really what I'm talking about when I'm talking about high value clients, let's really talk about the three things that you need to do in order to really change your approach to how you're you're messaging and doing your marketing and how you're positioning yourself in the marketplace. This is really about you elevating your brand and elevating your positioning and messaging. Okay, so write this down. To become a first choice brand to attract high value clients that are ready and eager to pull out their credit card to do business with you, Remember that as relationship buyers, they are all about a lifestyle to maintain or aspire to. So the first thing that you want to do very well is specialization. You should be known to be the best at whatever it is that you do. You're a thought leader that specializes in solving a very specific problem. And this specific problem and how you solve it and what you're known for is what marketers call a brand promise. So for example, at a client who was a realtor, okay, a realtor, you can buy and sell homes. That's generic. Most people know what that is. So this client was just marketing himself as a realtor. And like many realtors, they just believe that it's really the quality of service that makes the difference. And don't get me wrong, there is. But in order to attract the high value clients, you could either be the best known for first time home buyers, or you can be the best known for snowbirds that are ready to buy their second home in warmer destination locations, right? Think about that for just a moment. Now, depending on where you live, right? First time home buyers and their income level to purchase their home versus Snowbird's ability to purchase their second or third home are completely different. The requirements that they're looking for are different. Their earning power to invest in that home is different. You can be the best known for each one of either one of them. And when you specialize and become known as that thought leader in that specialized area that solves that specific problem, what ends up happening is you end up attracting the ideal high value clients that you want. More specifically, when I'm working with my clients, I call these MVPs or the most valuable paying clients, right? But... In order to be, for you to become first choice premium, one, specialization is key. Your thought leadership, your ability to communicate and position yourself as the best in whatever it is area that you are is key. Being generic like realtor to buy and sell homes and thinking that your customer service experience is what's going to differentiate you does not help you with attracting high-value clients. Customer service experience is great with word-of-mouth referrals and retention, but it is not the approach to take when you're first looking to attract new clients that are high-value. Does that make sense? Two, consistency and frequency with your positioning repetitiveness is a good thing. Frequently repeating yourself with your specialty and what you are best known for is a good thing. You need to be communicating frequently in your messaging and positioning and marketing the same thing over and over and over again. What happens is that most people tend to market, go to market with a certain message and they end up for whatever reason, they don't have the quality leads coming in. It's not resonating. It's not landing. So then they pivot their message or they pivot their offer again, right? But the reality is you just haven't been consistent and frequent enough in your positioning to really start to get out there. This especially happens when you are at a point in your growth business where you're pivoting from what I call attracting Walmart shoppers to perhaps trying to attract Nordstrom shoppers. When people make this shift in their business, what ends up happening is they'll spend two weeks positioning themselves and putting messaging out there and then no one bites and they're like, oh, nobody wants to pay this much and then they go back to their Walmart messaging. But the reality is that anytime you're pivoting or shifting your positioning and messaging in the market, it's going to take time because you actually end up having to attract new clients. You cannot turn a Walmart shopper into a Nordstrom shopper or a Nordstrom shopper into a Walmart shopper. Can a Walmart shopper occasionally go into Nordstrom or vice versa? Absolutely. But the behavior consistency, the psychology of how they buy is different. And that's really key for you to understand. Third thing to take with this approach to become the first choice in attracting high value clients is that you can ensure your experience delivers on your brand promise. I'm going to give you an example. I was working with a salon owner, she wanted to be known as a high-end salon, but her entire experience was inconsistent with that. For example, when I think of a high-end salon, as soon as I walk in, right, through into the salon, not only is the presentation feel luxurious, but you have the person greeting you, asking you if you want water or coffee, right? And there's just this more high-touch experience. For her, when you walk into her salon, one, her salon didn't necessarily represent that. And no one, no one greeted you, nor did they offer you coffee or water. You literally walked in, just checked in with the receptionist, and then just waited until the receptionist instructed you with where to sit and what to do next. And then you're just sitting there waiting. And most of the time. The hairstylists at the salon were constantly, constantly running late and behind schedule. And you, they did not communicate that. And you just sat there and waited until literally you're like, I got to go somewhere. Is my appointment ready? And so this inconsistency with what you want to be known for and your brand promise versus the actual experience is really, really key. Really, really, really key. So how does it come together for you when you think about these three things to implement this approach so that you can become that first choice to attract high value clients? I had a beauty queen client that was afraid to raise her prices in her services. She had not raised her prices ever since the doors to her business opened. She was so afraid that she would lose business because the clients and audience that she, were, she was attracting were bargain shoppers. She had been training them to only buy her services through promotions and discounts. Working with her in 12 weeks, she finally had the confidence to raise her prices across the board. We did a lot of mindset work. She raised her prices across all of her services, stood firm in that. We worked on her messaging and positioning in what she was doing with her content. And she had her biggest month ever at $35,000 in sales. And one of the key things that she shared with me was she said, Elizabeth, When I started doing this, I realized I actually stopped attracting bargain shoppers. No one came to me and asked for a discount. No one. People started coming to me, and as soon as I told them my new pricing, their attitude was, she's worth it. And they were willing to pay me for that. That's how powerful this is when you become known as that first choice. you got to remember that high-value clients, they have a lifestyle they want to maintain. They have a lifestyle that they want to aspire to. This means that they are willing to pay for the best. So the best is you being a thought leader. The best is you being consistent and frequent with your positioning and messaging and what you do better, Right. And the best means that you're delivering on a high-quality experience that actually delivers consistently on that brand promise. This is really, really key. I want to encourage you that charging more or becoming the thought leader to attract high-value clients, it's a lot simpler than you think it is. There's less competition at the higher end, at the top. Believe me, there is a lot more clutter At the lower price point of the spectrum. And when I think about the competition and their less being less, this approach, the approach I'm telling you and sharing with you right now, is really the key to becoming first choice and being able to attract high-end clients. Now, as we wrap up this session, I want you to really just take a moment to think about what is possible for you in this. What is possible for you? I want to encourage you to remember that I don't want you to run your business like it's a job where you're clocking in and clocking out. That mindset, that mentality is what attracts bargain shoppers and discount shoppers. They're transactional buyers. There's no relationship. There's no value. It's simply a transaction. To grow your business, You got to grow your business like a brand. Don't run your business like a job. Grow your business like a brand. What does that mean? That means you're leading, you have an opinion, you have something to say about the work, the services, the products that you sell differently. You are perceived in your industry, in your niche as a thought leader, someone that is known specifically for solving a really specific problem that has an opinion about it. And this thought leadership in your premium brand is what will differentiate you from the rest. So as we wrap up this episode, what are the three key things I want you to walk away with to build a premium first choice? brand that attracts high value clients ready and eager to work with you, you got to remember relationship buyers are focused on buying products and services to help them maintain a lifestyle or aspire to a lifestyle that they desire. This means that you've got to be specialized. You've got to be the best and know to be the best at what you do. Be a thought leader. In order to create a brand like that, you've got to be consistent and frequent with your positioning and messaging. And then not only that, but lastly, it's got to be able to consistently deliver on that experience to fulfill that brand promise. Nobody wants smoke and mirrors, right? So those are the three things for you to take to create a premium brand that attracts high value clients. Let me know below what's your big key takeaway. If you are leaving this episode feeling inspired to uplevel online and make happy sales happen, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Now go out and take those steps to build your legendary life. Stay motivated and get our latest happy social sales and legendary living tips by texting the word mindset to... 651-565-6556. Each week you'll receive a quick piece of mindset support to start your week strong so you can up-level online for more happy sales. All you have to do is text MINDSET to 651-565-6556 and you can find that number right in the show notes.